Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly. Thank you, Queen. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then loop up the glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome back to another week of By the By. What are you laughing at? Your energy level. It's like, woo. Yeah, I have lots of energy tonight. Yeah, and I am so tired. I exercised we're, and I had caffeine. We're podcasting at 10 p.m. and I'm like, why are we still awake? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going to be awake all night. Oh, good. <laughs> well, that's that's awesome. My energy level matches that of the puppy who just brought me his ball because he wants me to throw it. Yes, that's correct. We're not going to do that. No, that is also <laughs> also correct. Um, yes, sorry, I was just looking at, um, <laughs> I know we talk about it all the time, but I was just looking at our Discord channel where one of our delightful participants has posted a couple of pictures that are very Courtney Love. Oh, and yeah. I always loved Courtney Love. Yeah, they are. Um, Cute. I so, like these. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, also, we have determined that we might need a exercise channel that is so that we can brag about and be held accountable for and support one another in our attempts to exercise. Yes. Yes. Uh, so. An attempt to do something post-COVID. Get her, get her done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that might be a new channel upcoming. Yes. Um, I actually thought you would have like created it already. Look, I was gonna, and then, I don't know. Then you didn't. I didn't. (laughs) I asked people if they wanted one. Mm -hmm. I got more than one response that was positive. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. You can always do it, and then if people don't want it, they don't have to go there. Yeah, well, I just didn't do it, (laughs) because I was tired. Mm -hmm. Lazy. All right, well, we'll get that done. Yay! So, so hold on, Discord people. We'll get get it for you. (laughs) You'll probably even have it before this comes out. Probably, because you're like, (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so how's it going good (laughs) we have uh just recently gotten an email from the lovely folks behind life on the swing set swing set takes desire Mm -hmm. uh 2021 it is officially gonna happen yes it's a go it's a go unfortunately we are not gonna go (laughs) (laughs) uh because it looks like we won't be able to leave Australia without a 14-day quarantine upon return until at least 2024. I don't know. It's going to be a very long it's time. It's going to be a while. So, Which, yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. 
Yeah, yeah, it's depressing. Yeah, so we will not be going to Desire this year. But we still support you if you can go to Desire. Please Ab- send us pictures. Yes, absolutely. Send nudes. <laughs> send noodles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they are, so the Life on the Swing set, one of the caveats is that they are requiring people to be vaccinated. I think that's a caveat. I think that's like a smart thing to do. I think so as well, because they're trying to protect the entire community and not, you know, I mean, some people in the community are at higher risk than others and it's just the safe thing to do. It's the responsible thing to do. So they are requiring that if you want to go and you have any issues with that, contact them. They're happy to talk through things with you and, and see if there's a common ground. But I don't think it's a bad thing. So. <laughs> that is currently outside of the property of desire. <laughs> you can go to Hito. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So long, sucker. Yeah, so that should be, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm sad jealous. that we'll miss it, but yeah. whatevs. I'm jealous and uh, very much look forward to talking to some of our friends that do go and will be going and getting all the fun stories from them. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can do like a Zoom while they're there <sighs> or something. Yeah, because that's exactly what people want to do when they're at a sex resort. It's not. Zoom but, us you know, losers. But I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, we do at least have in, I'm opening my calendar. Uh, so when this podcast is released mm-hmm. in one, in two weeks, mm-hmm. when this podcast is released in a fortnight, we will be on an airplane out West. Yes, we're going to Western Australia. Western Australia. So pretty excited for that. We're partaking in a RHP East meets West sort of lifestyle event takeover. So we may not be able to go to Desire, but we also don't have to wait to fucking November. So in your face. <laughs> we still get to be around sexy people. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Very excited for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. We uh, we know a few of the couples that are going and have met a few of the other couples that are going. And so, yeah. And there's a lot be, of new couples to meet. Yeah, it's going to be good times. Yeah. Very excited for that. We also get to do one of our little uh, uh, classes on the beach. Yes. Where, where we're going to talk about flirting and uh, and some icebreakers. So that's going to be good, good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so very, very much looking forward to that. Uh I cannot wait to get away. And <sighs> We're I'm, going to be on a nude beach. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to, yeah, just the warmth, the sunshine, the beach, the people just getting away from everything and relaxing. Mm. And, and we're on vacation for like two and a half weeks. It's going to be great. Yeah, it'll be lovely. It'll be so much fun. I really, really cannot wait because it has been so long since we've had anything like this. Yeah. And like you said, while we can't do Desire, this is this is a great thing that we can do here in Australia and meet a lot of local couples, both local Potentially around us, but then also within Australia and things. And, and we know that from Passion in Paradise that you, we've made very good friends with some of those folks. Yeah. So look forward to making some new good friends. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. In fact, uh, one of the couples that we're, so we're going out a week early so that we can tool around uh, Western Australia with a couple that we met originally at Passion in Paradise. So yeah, yeah. that'll be exciting. Yeah. Yay. So it's not just about sexy times. It's also about making lifelong friends. The more you know. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming to Angela's TED Talk. (laughs) It's a very short TED Talk. (laughs) Just like you. Yeah, it's like a tea talk. We don't get the ed. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I apologize. How's that two-day-old wine over there treating you? (laughs) Oh, pretty good, actually. It does taste better aged. (laughs) Uh, So we found a bottle of wine. It's a random segue. Uh, We found a bottle of wine that uh, it's great when you open it, Mm. but... 
the other night we only drank half a bottle of it. And then the next night we drank it and I was like, Oh my God, this is so much better. And it is one of those that after yeah. 24, 48 hours, it's like really good. And so. we have more of that. So we're going to remember that just when start, we open it next time. Yeah, just start <laughs> opening it and let it sit out for it and close it. Yeah. yeah. It'll, be, it'll be fine. It'll it's be fine. fine. It's fine. Uh, so the next pendulum party is May 28th. Well done. <laughs> I don't know how you I didn't even that. look at your calendar. I know I looked in the air. <laughs> did which, you, did you there's no your, calendars. Did in you yours. grab your boobs? I, I, I shouldn't. I should have. I should have grabbed your boobs. <laughs> That's where the brains lie. <laughs> Between the two of us, we are a C cup. Or I'm sorry, a D cup in brains. <laughs> oh god! That's where you get D brains from. Oh. <laughs> God damn, you are in rare form. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Um, See, all I needed was exercise, caffeine, and a little bit of aged wine. <laughs> <laughs> Two-day-old wine. Is that kind of aged? Jeez, oh, Pete. All right. Well, mm-hmm. um, miss, I'm not the funny one. <laughs> do, do we have an actual topic for tonight, or are we just going to do this all night? Let's talk about sex. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Let's talk about sex, baby. Um, let's talk about copywriting. I was going to say, I don't remember the next line anyway. <laughs> talk about you and me. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I like, just keep voicing the, the original line. Uh, so we wanted to talk about, <laughs> to the best of our knowledge and our fucked up, extremely limited, bite me, kiss my ass research. Um, about do we, do we get to do that? Bite you and kiss your ass? I mean, you might. Okay. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> I haven't showered today, so you might not want to kiss too much. <laughs> I can bite, bite too hard. Yeah. Um, I, I can shower, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Inconceivable. Fuck you. It's been a day. Um. So yeah, we wanted to talk about sex and what happens to our bodies. <laughs> Well, we have sex. Okay, boys and girls, sit down <laughs> and listen as uh, creepy Uncle Bradford tells you a story. When we talk, what we're talking about is the, I'm going to say in, in general terms, penis and vagina sex. Yes, heterosexual penis and vagina sex. Yeah. This mostly comes from inspiration. We were inspired by a video that we saw on the internet. I know, stalker. By the infographic show on sex and sex and our bodies. And so we wanted to kind of dig into that and mm-hmm. well, we wanted to talk about it just a little. <laughs> See, I'm trying to get my sexy voice on. It's it's not really working. Just like, and, and what I think what you're getting at is more what happens physiologically with our yeah, bodies. The chemistry. And why do we exhibit some of the behaviors that we exhibit? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Right, exactly. Because like there are there have been times in the not well often in the past past but uh, even in the recent past where both of us wake up in the middle of the night and have trouble going back to sleep and it's just like are you awake yeah do you want to fuck yeah (laughs) just because we both know it'll put us to sleep Uh Uh (laughs) awesome cool (laughs) problem solved So if you can't go to sleep in the middle of the night. Just give it a go. Okay, so then question for you. Uh-huh. If I'm not awake, do you masturbate and does it put you to sleep as well? No, I just, no, I don't just masturbate. I just lay there and toss and turn until I, 
either wake you up okay. or or I fall asleep myself. Okay. Um, I was just curious if masturbation did the same thing. Like it does, but not uh, not, not to the nearly same to the same degree. Yeah, and I think that's actually on my list of things to talk about. Maybe. Yes, it is. Ha ha! Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, so let's kind of take our drawers off and jump into it. All right, I like taking drawers off. Yeah, so we start first. I love Angela's cut like these, just different personality styles here. You've got five different note cards in front of you with writing little post-it notes, tiny writing all over them. Because I couldn't find a big notepad, which I now see is sitting directly in front of me in this room, but it was not in front of me in the other room. Literally one right behind your head. I got it out for you in the other room. Well, it was not in front of me. It was behind me. I don't have eyes in the back of my head. The post-it notes were in front of me, so that's what I used. I love it. Um, And I have mine written on my iPad. Mm -hmm. I'm not lucky enough to have an iPad. There are two iPads, both of them with pencils, Apple pencils. Do we have two pencils? Yeah. One's my work one. This one's my play one. I'm unaware of They're both yours. Can you like write with both hands at once? Well, no, but I can write work with one and play (laughs) with the other. Um, Okay. So first, let's talk about penis havers. Okay. So my first favorite thing is like you, and we're not going to talk about arousal. If if this podcast gets a good response, we can go back and talk about the chemistry of arousal Mm. because we've. Uh, we were looking into that as well. We're just talking about sex and realistically. Like during coitus. Yeah, during coitus and, and the uh, opinions and body functions after coitus. Post-coital. Oh, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and anyway, uh, so one of my favorite phrases that I really want on a t-shirt mm-hmm. is what happens when a man is about to orgasm and there's literally a few seconds, like a, like a second and a half to two seconds between the, I need to orgasm and I'm orgasming for the vast majority of penis holders. Uh-huh. Uh, and that time is called ejaculatory inevitability. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm in uh EI. I'm going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, terrible. Terrible. <laughs> It sounds very businesslike. It does. Um, excuse me, sir. Have you experienced ejaculatory inevitability? <laughs> I have. In fact, I have. Well, sir, you might be part of a class action lawsuit. <laughs> so it's like that point of no return where you're like, yep, this is going to happen. There is no stopping it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think there's a Queen song that, that is appropriate here or a song from Fan of the Opera. Gonna be a good time now. That's the Queen song, and then the fan <laughs> past the point of no return, <laughs> enjoying coitus. <laughs> oh, I'm about to splooge all over your ass. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think splooge should be used more. <laughs> an underutilized word. It's an underutilized word. <laughs> I mean, it's so descriptive. It both makes you go, hmm, and ugh, at the same time. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Splooge. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, and you can spell it multiple ways. Double O's. U with an umlaut. <laughs> German. <laughs> oh. Guten Tag. Splooge. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. Uh, do you have any notes? Did you write any notes about the EI? I did not know. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, so... After 
after orgasm, mm-hmm. many men will roll over and just pass out and fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things I liked about the information that we looked up was that's normal. Yes. Which is nice. And also that physical come down happens quicker for men than women typically, which is why like you'll go back to sleep pretty quickly, whereas it might take me a little bit longer, but that's, that's normal for, for most people. Um, One of my favorite reasons for that is, well, most sex happens at nighttime. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. And people are tired, especially if you're overworked or you have a lot of responsibilities like kids. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then after orgasm, you know, you've had all this pent up energy and maybe anxiety and it just kind of it exits you through your penis. Yeah. It all gets all that that pent up anxiety gets released on orgasm. And so then, you know, you're left with that kind of calming effect afterwards because you're you no longer are holding on to that anxiety. Yeah. You don't you're not that you know, you just don't have it, which is nice. And then you can feel kind of relaxed. Yeah. Um, and it does, like Angela said, studies show it does af- affect men more than it affects ladies. Yeah. Yeah. And so while we're talking about orgasm, there are a lot of hormones that get released on orgasm. Mm. Uh, so to get to, you know, give you a little bit of a list here. I'm going to be impressed if you can uh, correctly pronounce all these. Okay. We have serotonin, oxytocin, norepinephrine, vasopressin. And nitric oxide. The the nor I can't, I have trouble with the norepinephrine. I want to be call it. I want to call it like norepinephrine. <laughs> you know, Kentucky. <laughs> right, right. It's not. <laughs> it's nor epinephrine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but particularly the latter ones. So all of these will help you to de stress and sleep. And so that's, again, some, you know, all those hormones get released and, and that anxiety gets released. And so all of this kind of leads up and helps you to, to kind of calm down and be able to, to sleep uh, afterwards and to be a little more tired, a little more rested. Um, and this goes to your point about that this release is a lot stronger when you're actually having physical sex right. than when you're masturbating. So when you're yeah. masturbating, you get it to some degree. But it's not to the same effect. Right, exactly. And additionally, sex, I mean, compared to masturbation, is a more strenuous exercise. Absolutely. So you're actually exercising and doing something uh, rather than, you know, just flexing a bit. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you masturbate different than I do. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, though. It is a lot more strenuous. So it does make sense that the effects from it would be stronger. Yeah, Yeah, it makes sense. It's Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Hmm. Yeah, and another one uh, that also helps to cause the sleepiness is prolactin. So prolactin gets released. Oh, yes. And so prolactin, oxytocin, so that will help cause sleepiness as well, which makes you tired afterwards. And they affect the kidneys. So that's why sometimes you feel like you have to pee afterwards. Yes, that's normal. Yes. Um, I did see that. I I wrote down, uh, do you have to pee? That's normal. Why? To clean out your urethra. You then go to the bathroom and can't pee that's also normal <laughs> why because your inner sphincter clamps up wow wow yeah okay. you got to relax that inner sphincter oh okay. it's like holding on because <laughs> you don't want to pee in an orgasm at the that's same time that's true that's very true pegasms i mean you can do it i guess i don't yeah. know yeah um i guess you can't do it probably. no probably not actually i don't think you can pee or orgasm yeah. Yeah. you can do an orgasm and pee pee orgasm uh, anyway yeah. yeah so um interestingly uh so the refractory period or the time it takes before you uh, can have sex again, mm. um, 
is also related to the prolactin. So with prolactin, the less you have in your system, the more you will want to go at it again, have a second round or a third round. Okay. So, yeah. So that's how kind of why some people have more longer refractor periods than others. And that's one of the reasons. Yeah. yeah was the amount of prolactin that is released into your system. And I'm is not sure, that I'm, just an individual thing or does that change over time with age and things? Do you know? I don't know. And I'm, I'm also interested to see if prolactin has a um, experiential. So if you're really enjoying it, if you really like the person, do you have mm. more in your system? I um, tend to think probably not. Uh, but that's, that's purely a guess. So as a base here, prolactin is a hormone produced by your pituitary gland. Prolactin causes breasts to grow and develop and causes milk to be made after a baby is born. Normally, both men and women have small amounts of prolactin in their blood. In several studies, uh, we've recently demonstrated that orgasm induces prolactin secretion in healthy males and females. This suggests that prolactin may be a feedback regulator of the refractory period following orgasm. But it doesn't say whether or not um, there are a lot of papers on it, and I'm not going to focus on reading them right now. But, uh, yeah, just think that's kind of interesting. Okay. So one last thing that can happen after an orgasm, and this was my favorite, mm-hmm. is a toe cramp. And I think the gentleman has suffered this before. Yes, that's why I wrote it down, because I was like, oh, my God, I even wrote down the gentleman on this yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that as well is normal. Yeah. And so that's because obviously a lot of, there's a lot, a lot of nerve endings that are stimulated during sex and during orgasm, but there's one in particular, the S1 that is stimulated at orgasm. And that one also goes down and it affects your toes as well, which is why like the gentleman, man, his toes curl up so hard. And there are times that we've had to stop having sex because he's had cramps. Oh, cramps. <laughs> it's just hilarious. So apparently that's normal. And that's because of that S1 nerve. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so that means it's a good thing. So if you have to stop because of toe cramps. You're doing something then right. Then you're doing something right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so something else that we that I found interesting was they talked about a change in mood. Mm-hmm. Because of this release of uh, tension and all the hormones, it you can have that that drop, uh, and you can be sad or emotional, and and that can last for a, a few minutes, a few hours, or a few days. And I find that's really interesting because I've also felt that way. Mm-hmm. After uh, you, you know, I've always assumed that after big weekends when we play a lot, that the Monday, Tuesday blues is because of, I guess it's because of me just missing the weekend. But in fact, it could also, it could be that, but it could also be the fact that I'm, you know, just kind of like, oh. So one of the hormones that, that is really affecting you there is that release of dopamine. Ah, uh, yes. And so. The dopamine drop. Yeah. So you get a bit of a drop there. Uh not a quick way to help that, but if you do exercise regularly, then you do increase the amount of circulating dopamine. And so that may potentially help that to not be as severe. I don't know if that's necessarily the case, but it kind of makes sense that if you've got more in you, I don't know if that lessens the drop or if that just changes the levels at which the drop is. Yeah. Um, I mean, I exercise like regularly once a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that, that- that's regular. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, 
you know, it's interesting too, because looking at some of my experiences, like going to the sauna yeah, and oftentimes, or ho- grinder hookups, oftentimes afterwards you feel really bad. And I always thought it was some, maybe a guilt thing because of the experience, mm. some sort of internal shame that I have about the experience. Yeah. But it's kind of interesting to think that, oh, well, maybe it's also, or even more of this kind of uh hormonal imbalance yeah 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 that's interesting because like you said before like big play weekends it will sometimes be that you know you're going back to work and you're feeling like oh this isn't so exciting and you do feel a little more down and like you said I just kind of would chalk it up to just work and return to normal and you know missing all the fun we had uh but there likely is very much a a hormonal aspect to that as well Mm. yeah So let's take a quick break and uh, we will come back and talk about, let's talk about the ladies. If you are in need of a new sex toy in your sex toy box, you can go to adamandeve.com. And when you pick out your new favorite best friend, throw it in your cart and on checkout, use the checkout code by the by B Y T H E B I. And uh, you will get uh, the item at 50% off. You'll get free shipping. You'll get some extra toys thrown into your. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Package, and you also get uh, six videos on demand so that uh, you have something to watch while you wait for your package to be delivered to your home. That's right. If you go to adamandeve.com, use the checkout code by the by and uh, get yourself something nice. Something nice right now might be new play friends, connection with others, connection with others. If you have gotten your vaccines and you're ready to go out and, and meet some new fun, sexy play friends, go to altplayground.net, sign up, fill out your uh, little personal card there on the website, and you'll have a great new profile with which to meet sexy singles, couples, and polygroups in your region or even your uh, outside of your region if you're looking to travel. That's right. Just go to altplayground.net, fill out your card, and uh, find some sexy play friends. Welcome back. I'm still here. <laughs> and I still have all the energy. Oh, God. I'm... I'm Giving you all I got, Captain. <laughs> I need more power. Fortunately, my power comes from beer. And I don't know where my accent's going, but suddenly I'm I'm Scotty, but British and from the south. I think you're just making up your own accent. It's my own accent. Is this the new Bradford? It's no, no. 
I, I hope not. <laughs> uh, so let's yes. talk about the ladies. Mm-hmm. What's lady sex like? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, so if we're talking about after sex, so post-coital. Okay. Uh, so what will often happen, and this is this is for both, I think, men and women, but I you, think a lot of these things kind of go yeah, both ways. Yeah, exactly. They're uh-huh. genderless. Ah, but I'm there you go. <laughs> yeah. So there is a drop in testosterone and an increase in oxytocin, and oxytocin, many of us know, is what makes us want to cuddle. Oh, yeah. so that's why after sex, some people really want to cuddle. Uh, some people like to cuddle more than others. We have that even between us, and I think you know that's going to be a difference in in how much oxytocin is released. Who do you think between you and I want to cuddle more? You. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, get off me. <laughs> I'm okay with cuddling if it's late or if we're like in a more relaxed setting or like at the club. But if we're just if we've had a big play session, then I'm like, nah, okay, done. Yeah. Or if it's in the morning, or if it's midday. Because morning, I have to get up and go to work. <laughs> Come on. It's not that I don't want to be there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah. funny. Uh, but oxytocin can also cause uterine cramping, which is an interesting one. Yeah. I thought that was fascinating as well. Mm. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Fortunately, not anything I've ever experienced, but I'm sure many, many women have. Um, yeah. So there you go. You're normal too. Yeah. Well, not you. Well. But other ladies. Other, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't realize that. And that sounds like it kind of sucks. Yeah. And, and. Talking about the the cuddling afterwards, uh, so I know Cosmo at one point put out a you know if he cuddles he's a keeper kind of thing, mm. uh, and and the question is you know why do we want to cuddle and I think part of that is to build uh, it's relationship building and so from a evolutionary point of view if I if we have sex and then immediately split up and then you end up with with a baby uh-huh. then you're going to have more difficulty rearing that child. Uh-huh yourself um but if i stick around and we cuddle and we bond on an emotional level then we will do better again evolutionarily raising a child together because you've got two people feeding the child and protecting and yada 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 fair enough okay um so i think that's just kind of interesting um additionally the higher level of testosterone you have in your body the less oxytocin is released that makes sense. It does. Yeah. So that means that, which is why tra- traditionally most men don't want to cuddle and most women do mm-hmm. because they have a higher, uh, higher dosage, I guess, of oxytocin. And it would also explain us because I'm pretty sure you have a higher testosterone level than I do. I don't know. It could be a, a not proportionally higher, but maybe, yeah, I don't know. Based on weight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What are you saying, Angela? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. So, also, I do... Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to go back to the refractory period. Do you oh, want to continue on this first? Well, I was going to go back to something different as well, but go ahead. So I was just going to mention, because this is something I think that a lot of women uh, do feel bad about, is that women also have a refractory period. And so it's just maybe not as visible as with men. Because, you know, men, it's easy to tell if they're getting hard again or not. Uh, But a lot of women do have that refractory period. Some women are immediately ready for sex again, maybe in a few minutes, a few hours. There are people who are like just once a night, like I'm done and I don't you know, want to be touched again. So 
that is normal and there is a big range. And But I think that in society, we expect women to always be ready for sex. Yeah. And that's not, not always the case. In fact, it's often not the case. The, you know, We need time to recover and for our bodies to kind of get back to a normal as well first. But conversely, women are much more commonly multi-orgasmic than yes. men. True. So the percentage of men who can immediately have an orgasm after having an orgasm is, I think it was something less than 1%. Whereas women, it's a much higher percentage. Heck, it could be 20% uh, and it would still be, uh, you know, significantly higher. That's true. Uh, So I think that was something that was kind of Mm. fascinating. (laughs) Uh, Additionally, so one of the reason that women so again, we talked about it in in the early first half of this podcast, where uh, men have an orgasm, they fall asleep. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, again another reason that women might not a two thousand five, I think it's yeah, a study in, in two thousand five in the Netherlands uh, showed that women were more focused during sex uh, because they were trying to reach orgasm. So they were fo- they focus on their their body, their feelings, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so they're trying to reach an orgasm. So after the after orgasm, uh, they're still they've got that residual focus left behind. So they might not be as tired. Yeah, and it it can take a little bit to reset afterwards. Like once you kind of have that focus, and it's like okay, now I don't have to focus as much. But that's interesting that you say that that women's brains are more focused on reaching orgasm because women don't always orgasm and and like in fact in this this particular um space gave us a statistic of and you'll probably get slightly different numbers depending on where you're looking but 50 percent of women orgasm regularly 20 percent orgasm rarely 20 percent orgasm consistently and five percent never orgasm and there's also a missing five percent so we're going to assume they're unknown or did not disclose <laughs> but that means that I mean if you have 50 percent of women are regularly orgasming and 20 percent consistently whatever the consistent looks like for them you know that's a fair number of women who don't orgasm or right, who yeah. very rarely orgasm so it can take a lot more focus to try to get there but it also may be that your body it's just not going to happen yeah. It's true. And it may not happen all the time. And so some of it may be trying to work out when does it happen, when does it not, is, you know, can we help that along, is there something we can do to help it, or is it just a, a seemingly random thing? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, the more you know. <laughs> the more you know. What? Which percentage are you? Are you consistently or constantly? What was the other one? Consistently or regular? Yeah, which one are you? Um, I'm going to say both, but if I had to choose between the two, I would say regular. Okay. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. But regularly consistent. God. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if we're also looking at uh, what happens during orgasm, so women will often have like a rapid rhythmic contractions, and those contractions go all the way through the body. Uh, and so that's that's definitely something that can happen, and that's also where some of the multi orgasmic comes in because sometimes. Like I know for me, I'll be in the middle of an orgasm and if, if I keep that stimulation going, I can get on that the rolling orgasm thing. And then it's just like I'm just quivering all over and it's really, really kind of awesome. <laughs> it's like, that's my favorite ride at Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And also a lot of women, in fact, I would say most women, have a bit of female ejaculation. And so that's kind of a... Uh, 
a small amount of milky liquid. And in fact, you very often won't see it. Uh, you may not notice it, depending on how you're playing. Again, if you're doing penis and vagina sex and the you know male comes inside of you, then, then you're really not going to notice it at all. Mm. Um, but if you're playing with fingers, you're playing with toys, if you're going down on someone, then you'll very often notice that, that little bit of milky liquid. Uh, and it is very different than squirting. Yeah. Because so, it's just a little bit and it's kind of milky. <laughs> your face is cracking me up. Uh-huh. Uh, you're adorable. Uh-huh. So one thing that I found that was interesting was uh, during sex, uh, women's breasts can increase by 25%. I've never noticed this, but now I really, really want to pay attention. Now, Yeah, I feel like we should measure you like with calipers. Before and after. <laughs> Before, after, during. Uh-huh. uh yeah, in different positions. And it is up to 25%. I know, that's, so, that's yeah. fair enough, fair enough. Um, so what we did also learn was where that blood comes from. Clearly it comes from the clitoris, which according to this uh, research, the clitoris can become very small and almost disappear. Yeah. Which I've also noticed that. Yeah. Uh, I always imagine the clitoris is very similar to testicles. Because as you're about to orgasm for men, the testicles go up into the body and the scrotum becomes really tight. And it's like, they're like, get me out of here. I've got to run away. (laughs) Uh, And then you orgasm. And I've noticed on ladies that the clitoris just kind of, it may start out giant. Mm -hmm. And then as if you're going down on them, especially as you do, it'll become harder and harder to find. Yeah. It's like hide and seek, but the best kind (laughs) of hide and seek. There you are. (laughs) Hello. But hopefully if you're there, you don't lose it. (laughs) (laughs) My my, uh, sight is based on movement. Mm -hmm. I'm like a a Tyrannosaurus Rex. (laughs) Where'd the clitoris go? (laughs) So, yeah, also in addition to the breast swelling a bit. Welcome to pubic park. Oh, God, fuck's sake. Sorry. (laughs) I was going to say, in addition to the breast swelling a bit, also the nipples were very often get to be very sensitive. Uh, so that was for yes. me one of the things that I really liked about having a nipple piercing, which spoiler alert, I have taken it out recently. Wah, wah. Uh, but I liked the fact that there were different sensations between the pierced one and the not pierced one. Mm. Uh, and yeah, so but it, there, it, but I will definitely say that even though my nipples are sensitive anyway, and there's a lot of feeling there, it does it does get magnified during orgasm and when I'm close to orgasm. So. Just to kind of touch on the nipple piercing, do you want to explain why you took it out? Well, I had uh, an infection that was near the piercing. It wasn't actually in the, uh, I don't know, the hole or whatever through the nipple, but it was near it and it just never cleared up and it just was always aggravated, it seemed like, by the the actual piercing itself or by the bar that was in there. Uh, And so even lots of cleaning, lots of antibiotics and whatever, it just go away, come back, go away, come back. And so I just figured it was worth, it was just easier to get rid of it. Are you going to get it pierced again? Not in the foreseeable future. Yeah. I will say, look, I really appreciated the look of it, Mm. uh, but it was always one of those things that I was always afraid of it playing. So I pretty much ignored that breast for a year. Uh, Well, the interesting thing, but it was good for several years before the infection started happening. Yeah. Yeah. But then after that, I was like, I don't want anybody to play with it. So. Yeah, for, so it was good for a number of years, and then started having issues. So, yeah, so I was always afraid of afraid of it, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I liked the way it looked, but I think it's more fun to play yeah. with now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's back to back to au naturel. Au naturel. Yeah, which is still I like it a lot. I do too. I like to play with them no matter what. 
um, like other people to play with them. <laughs> <laughs> so the the last thing I have in my notes that I took here are or is something that we've already kind of touched on, which is some women can feel a slump after sex. Uh, and this is an emotional slump, but men are the ones that really seem to suffer from depression. And like I said before, up to a week. And I'm going to say, this is probably not a chemical thing as much as it is a societal thing. If, if a woman feels uh, depressed or bad, I think mm-hmm. she's more likely to seek out help and talk about it. Oh, yeah. Whereas if a man does, he's more likely to internalize it. I'm speaking to my, for myself. You know, I'm more likely to internalize it and figure there's something wrong with me. Which yeah. I, I guess ladies also figure there's something wrong with them, but then they'll may, they may talk to somebody about it. Whereas fellas, we just don't, but well, we should, yeah, but we don't. Yeah, absolutely. But I encourage you to. <laughs> <laughs> and if you need to, you can join our discord chat. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, it's a really great thing. Uh, so not necessarily from the same piece of research, but I did want to just, while we're talking about orgasm, just bring up uh, some of the typical signs of orgasm. So when you're having sex with somebody, what are some of the signs, Bradford, that you're getting close to orgasm or that they're getting close to orgasm? So um, auditory, copulatory vocalizations. Uh-huh. Say that five times fast. I can't remember what it is. <laughs> um, I looked it up earlier. Um, copulatory vocalizations. There uh-huh. you go. The You know, the oh gods, oh gods, I'm coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they might actually tell you. <laughs> Other things might be a flushed chest. Uh, so blushing or, or flushing on the on the chest or breasts mm-hmm. doesn't matter your gender that just happens. Sweaty palms, increased pulse, increased pulse, higher rate of breathing. I think your nose turns red. I think that is a thing. Is it? I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Okay, I'm gonna watch for this now. Okay, I've got to look it up. I'm pretty sure that that is. Well, a, we could just have sex and find out. We could. <laughs> <You're> just, <laughs> are you gonna hold like a color palette up to my nose? Maybe. <laughs> is it gonna be like a the paint swatches you get at the the paint store? Well, we can just video it and then see if your nose changes color when you get close to orgasm. That's so weird. <laughs> um, so I just looking here. It it there's a lot of sex flush uh, and and redness. It does not. I, I mean, I did search red nose during sex. My Google search history. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Like, That's only when it's that time of the month, Bradford. I oh, <laughs> oh, 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 yes. And then the last uh, sign that I had for here was like just the muscle tension. Because again, you've got like yeah. the toe cramping and, and all that stuff. So because all, all those nerves are being stimulated. Um, but yeah. And then, of course, uh, again, if you're going down on someone, uh, if you're going down on a female, then you might notice that kind of milky substance. Uh, so I did find, just to add to some of this, talking about married people having sex. Mm. Uh, so if you're married, I don't know if this is going to be good news for you or bad news for you. But this is the more often a couple has sex, the more likely the wife is to experience an orgasm or the lady, I should say, to experience an orgasm. Okay. Which... I kind of feel like that might be a duh. Well, that's statistical, right? Yeah, because practice you, makes perfect. Well, if you have an orgasm, say 50% of the time, and you have sex three, four times, you're going to have two orgasms. If you have sex six times in a week, you're going to have three orgasms. So it makes sense. Like if you have sex more, you're going to have more orgasms because it's all a percentage of what you normally would. I'm just going to call you out because you started out with an odd number. I and I was like, I'm excited to see where this goes. You're going to have an orgasm one and a half times. God damn it. Damn you, math. Curse you, math. Yeah, that's why I went back to even numbers. 
But well, yes, you're absolutely okay. right. So if you have sex three times a week, then one week you're going to have one orgasm and the other week you're going to have two. That's right. And it there averages you go. out to 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that is so good. Uh, so just another fun tidbit that I saw in one study. And again, this was one study. I don't know how you know, truly scientific it is, but I like the idea of this, is that if you have sex more frequently, it will increase your immunity because... This study said that even having sex one to two times per week would give you a 30% increase in immunoglobulin A, which strengthens immunity. I don't know if that's really true, but I like the idea of this. So let's have sex and strengthen our immune systems. So if you're curious as to who all is having sex one or two times per week, Uh I found a chart (laughs) that gives how often people have sex. Uh, And this, again, I don't, this is some marriage website. Uh, so, ninety-two percent of couples. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm now looking at this and and seeing that this math does not add up. I'm not exactly sure how this what this even means. Percentage: ninety-two percent have sex at least two times per month. Okay. Seventy-eight percent, which already were over a hundred percent. Okay, but to go on, what's what does it say? Is four times per month. Right, but if you've had sex at least two times per month, you're also having, you could still be having sex four oh, times oh, a month. Look at you, compounding interest. <laughs> Fair enough. Some people get counted in both categories, okay. but not everyone, because we've dropped off, what, 14%. Wow, you did math fast. Okay, uh, next up, 60% of folks are having sex six times a month. Mm-hmm. So we've lost another 18%. of folks are having sex eight times per month. Okay. We've lost 16%. Fuck you. I hate you so badly. And 23% are having sex at least 10 times a month. So 21% less. So we've gone from 92 to 23%, correct? Yes. Okay. Do you know what that difference is? Um, No. 69. (laughs) I have a feeling there are people screaming at home, you dumbass, you can't do simple math. No, I can't. Fuck you. That's why I have a calculator. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway, yeah, so 23% of people are having sex 10 times per month, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. 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 Or 23% of couples, I should say, are having sex 10 times. Are they having sex with each other or just in general? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Um, Because, I mean, it could be their other partners, you know. That's that's correct. Um, So just to add to your... Earlier, you were talking about the immune system and and orgasms. Did you find something more about that? I did. So when you orgasm, immediately before an orgasm, your oxytocin levels surge to five times their normal levels. Yeah. Oxytocin releases endorphins, and I'm going to say this word, and you all are going to laugh at me, corticosteroids. Corticosteroids. Yeah. Which alleviates arthritis, chronic back pain, migraines, and menstrual cramps. Hmm. Um, People who have sex one to two times a week have 30% higher levels of immunoglobulin A. Um, It's a boost the immune system Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, Or it's the Fonzie saying immunoglobulin. Um, increased frequency of sexual intercourse correlates with a decrease in breast cancer in a study of women who had never given birth. Mm-hmm. Men in their 20s can reduce their chance of prostate cancer by one third if they ejaculate more than five times a week. That's a fair bit. All right. Yeah. 
Uh, men who orgasm twice a week have a 50% lower chance of mortality than those who climax once per month. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So all the bad stuff comes out. That's yeah. Like, and, and there you are swallowing it. <laughs> You're expelling all the evil. <laughs> <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. He! Uh, so when people were with their spouses or partners, their blood pressure lowered by slightly. Um, and then other physical benefits of love and sex. And I love these. Oh God. These okay. I look forward to this one an improved sense of smell. Oh, no idea how they uh, tested that. Okay. And I'm not sure. Does that mean you smell better or you smell better? You smell more things. <laughs> uh, number two, weight loss and fitness. Clearly I need to be around more loved ones. It's exercise. <laughs> I need to have sex more, uh, less depression, mm-hmm. improved dental hygiene, improved sleeping, improved reproductive health, increased beauty, Gratitude leads to health. There you go. More sex. Just have more sex. I know, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, kind of an interesting few little notes things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And lastly, uh, sex three plus times a week reduces men's risks of heart attack or stroke by 50%. There you go. Sex. Have sex. Have sex with your partner. Save their life. Have lots of sex. Yeah. I think this is a good plan. I agree. I mean, it's like well, life goals. We, we should definitely do this. Let's um, let's go save my life. <laughs> oh my god! Done. Uh, wasn't that an Elton John song? Someone saved my life tonight. Was it? Did you know? I, I don't know. That's that's the song. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, do you have any other random sex facts? No. Cool. Let's go have sex. Let's go have Let's sex. Let's save your life. Uh, let's <laughs> clear. <laughs> um, look, if you liked this podcast, let us know. Uh, we can do more of them. I like the facts ones. I think the facts ones are kind of fun and funny. We don't always have uh, references as to where these facts come from, but they came from the internet and the internet's never wrong, right? It's all true. It's all true. If you want to join us and tell us directly how you felt about this podcast, you can join our discord by supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash by the by podcast. And uh, you'll get a discord link uh, when you, when you support us there, or you can email us the atoms of love at gmail.com or message us on any of our socials on Instagram, Facebooks, and the Twitterverse. We are at by the by podcast, uh, or you can go to our website, www.bythebuy.com.au and go to the contact us page and uh, we'll see it there. And, uh, Yeah, thanks uh, for listening. Thanks for putting up with us, and we'll talk to you next week. Have more sex. Have more sex. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.